And Jason Bottenfield joining us this morning from Stewart Partners, Managing Director and Wealth Manager with Park Cities Group. Jason, so we've got this big number this morning from the employment situation. Should that be given Powell the green light to keep uh, draining this economy of liquidity? Green light. I think it's on. Thanks for having me, Oliver. Sure thing. Um, I'm, I, I really think that, uh, you know, you guys were just talking about this uh, jobs report and some good news and things like that. And I just don't think it's as good as we probably want it to be. I mean, it's great news that people are working and have all that going on. But, you know, that's just going to give that green light like you were talking about. He, they, the Fed has to stamp out inflation. That is their job, number one. And if, if things are just rocking and rolling and all this good news, it's not really showing them that what they're doing is working. It is working a little bit, but it's going to take some time. It could be you know, four or five months, but they don't have time. They've got to get it stamped out because the, the thing they don't want to do is get behind even more on inflation. So I, I think it's a green light. Mm. Does that mean that uh, stocks are red light still? Is that uh, relationship going to hold? The more we hear them talk about hikes, uh, the more stocks go down? Yeah, I mean, I, we talked about it in January, and I kind of looked like I was the uh, a little bit of an odd person saying, "Look, I'm looking for that down 30." And we were talking about, you know, are we are we not buying the dips at five, tens, and fifteens? And That's right. uh, you know, I I, th I just feel like there's a lot of pressure out there right now. You know, it's uh, it, the news is coming in. You know, I said it uh, you know earlier in the year that there's just going to be less and less that these companies are going to be able to say why they're not going to start, you know, beating earnings and why they're missing. You're starting to see, you know, Microsoft coming out with FX things, you know, they're, they're trying to get ahead of this and you're seeing some of the, uh, the bigger names with the Elon Musk and uh, Jamie diamonds coming out there for what I, what I like to call there's uh there's news for or, or commentary for public consumption. And then there's private consumption. And I think some of that private consumption talk that they have been talking about is now coming public. And so, you know, that, that, that's just showing you that there, there's some weakness out there and there's a lot of different variables that are going to push pressure on this market. I remember uh, in January you were here talking about uh, having uh, some cash to be deployed to generally think that most of the good news has been priced in. What about today with the cash waiting? Do you wait to sell rallies or do you put that money to actually use short products and bet against the main asset classes that have been in decline like treasury bonds and the S&P 500? You know, I, I think if you're if you're an aggressive trading type investor, you know, a lot of the clients that we deal with at the Park Cities Group here is, you know, we're we're looking for you know long-term money, trying to be a little bit safe. And I know that's cliche to say, but you know, as far as trying to short the market in these types of periods, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's like trying to catch a falling knife, as people say. You know, I, I really think if you haven't generated that cash uh in January when I was saying, you know, 10 to 15 percent, just park it there and use cash as an asset allocation, you know, you know, it's okay to be in that because there really wasn't anywhere to go. And there still is there's pockets. You could have bought into the bond market a few weeks ago and, and really picked up some some easy uh, uh purchases there as far as you know wanting some yield and upside and, and not being worried about it going down lower. But those have come up a little bit more. So you got to be a little bit cautious there as well. But I still feel like if you're looking around at your stocks and you're saying, hey, um, you know, these are some if you, if you ask your, your neighbors or, or, or your friends and about some names that you have and they and they can't say, hey, I know what that stock is. You probably should look at that one and, uh, and mm -hmm. put, put it into cash right now. Right. So Apple is OK. But uh, if you've I drove through uh, Salt Lake City not too recently and uh, <clears throat> I saw all these names on buildings and I'm like, man, there's just a name for everything in the tech sector. I mean, it's it, some of these companies are probably going to go away.
Uh, that's one of the things we've been talking about here is how to figure out uh, where the zeros are as uh, a lot of these companies still don't generate income. What do you think the yeah. timeline here is? Uh, is this something that happens over the next year, uh, bankruptcies or takeouts? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know about bankruptcies as far as the timeline, but I do have a timeline, four to five months. I really think you're going to see a lot of pressure in the housing market. And okay. and, 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 and what's going to happen with the stocks, I think, is and, and your, one of your guests earlier this morning, I think Jason Ware said, uh, drop and chop, right? And, uh, <laughs> nice, so good memory. Term, right, right? Yeah, I like and, that, uh, drop and chop. Yeah, so I think four to five months, you're going to see a lot of things come out of assets because, you know, with all the free money that got put out there, you know, in my simple economic terms, in my mind, if you put free money out there, it's got to go away in an asset value. So if you gave somebody a dollar, a dollar has got to come out of an asset somewhere. So it could be homes, could be liquid markets. I think it's going to be across the board and that's probably going to start translating in four to five months. And when that happens, then you're going to see the wealth effect that people are going to feel a little less wealthy. And then, you know, cause uh, you're talking about today where it's not as impactful in the markets, you know, plus or minus 2%, depending on what market you're looking at. But I think people are frozen and they're not making a bunch of decisions either on low volume through the summer or what have you. But when that wealth effect hits in four to five months, I mean, that could be the capitulation mm. event that, we, that we're wanting to see. And, and that'll be the buying opportunity on that cash. So okay. I think you can wait it out and hold that cash a little longer. All right. Very uh, useful, actionable uh, timeline and uh, uh, signals for us to look for. Appreciate that, Jason. Good to catch up. Thanks for having me. All right. Great stuff. Jason Bonfield joining us from Steward uh, Capital Partners.